it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. The Phillies show signs of life as the team has now won four straight games. Trey Turner appears to have finally dug himself out of a lengthy slump, while Kyle Schwarber kicks off his annually impressive month of June. Are the Phillies officially back, or should expectations remain tempered? And a new party is bought into the Phillies' ownership group. What does this mean for the direction of the franchise? Danny Briere makes his inaugural move as the new GM of the Flyers, executing a three-team trade that sends defenseman Ivan Provorov to the Columbus Blue Jackets. With the Flyers' rebuild seemingly underway, what more can we expect this offseason? Could Carter Hart be next on the trading block? The Sixers officially introduced Nick Nurse as a new coach, while losing assistant Sam Cassell to the Boston Celtics. Reports claim that James Harden is torn over whether to move to Houston or remain with the Sixers. And Eagles fans can breathe a sigh of relief. Jalen Hurts will not appear on the cover of Madden 24. All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good, man. Great to be back. Feeling pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, doing well. I mean, the, the, the smog situation outside, it, it's not the best. But uh, hey, man, it's the equivalent of smoking six cigs. I've spent plenty of time in South Philly dive bars when smoking in them was allowed, and I'm still alive, so I'm sure I'll come out of this fine. But uh, not to sound insensitive, if you do have any sort of breathing issues, don't go outside. But me, (laughs) I'm doing good because I don't. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely a weird, a weird walk around for sure. But feels good to be back. It was a pretty nice week. A lot of. A lot of movement around other leagues, which is nice to see. Philly's looking hot. Uh, you know, Flyers making some moves, more so off the ice and on the ice, which we predicted for at least probably the next year or so to come anyway. Uh, but all in all, pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. I've yeah. been uh, I've been dealing with fucking uh, muscle spasms in my neck. You ever get that shit? In your neck, neck spasms, like the fucking yeah, like, like a all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, like you make a wrong move, and all of a sudden, it's just like, and it's just fucking like a cramp or just been going on. Up? Yeah, I think it's a spasm. Damn, it's uh, yeah, it's been going on for like what fucking two weeks. From? I don't know, just like, sleeping weird. I just like wake up and then like move weird, and then bam. Yeah, I, I get, know, man. I got an eye twitch every now and then, or my hands shake. I got a resting tremor that way, but I don't know. I'm thinking about. <laughs> Thinking about getting a massage. You guys ever got a, like a like a like a real ass massage? Nah, I've been I've been meaning to. I would definitely love one sometimes. I've been thinking about it. I'm looking yeah. at this place. Yeah, I guess a massage gun won't really do it for something like that, huh? No. Well, well I tried to do, to do that, and I think I made it worse. <laughs> like I think oh, I did God. it because I think there's like I think you gotta have to know what you're doing with those things. And I was just kind of like cranking it up and that's trying. That's what to, I always do with them. And that's then, not like, what you're supposed to do with them. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like. I don't know. I think it's just like, I, th- I think if you like go the wrong way with it, you can make it tighter okay. and like there's, I don't know, shit like that, I guess. So in I most feel things like, in life, it feels good when you do it by yourself, yeah. but when someone else does it to you, it usually feels a lot better. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it may be time to <laughs> consult a professional, you know what I'm saying? Well, hey man, you got to try to uh, get the masseuse that works on you, you get the the practice that they're at to sponsor the pod. We could use some sponsors. We could use a masseuse Damn, we sponsor. We got hand and stone sure. up in here. That'd be nice. We got all these options of this place. Fucking no not Swedish. Okay, what relax. brings you in here? Well, I have a spasm, but some I also have a podcast. It'd be great <laughs> if you showed up also. That's some knots balance massage. 
<laughs> I think I went here called lots of knots, deep tissue massage. I think that's what I need, man. I probably got mad shit cranked up in my back, too. You need some chick yeah, named Helga up in here coming in there. That's what you need. You've been yeah. lifting too much, man. You're messing yeah, your body up. Just, Whoa. Yeah. You, you'd need... be stretching? Spartan sports Hell massage. no, you don't stretch. Yeah, Trevor, you gotta no stretch way. more, man. Stone Not the Himalayan. neck. Oh, man, I could get really no fancy get those hot stones. <laughs> On the rise, yeah. yeah well, we, we don't have time to see here and mommy. listen to you talk about <laughs> I get the mommy to be, I get the mommy to be maternity massage. That's probably that's probably, <laughs> that's probably the best kind you oh, can get. I mean, you know, if they're yeah, if they're working on pregnant women, that's probably that probably is the hookup. Do you think that there's that you don't have to do like small talk? Do Definitely, you, when you're getting, I'm sure you probably a little small bit. Talk. But if it's when like an hour, do, what's the baby? You know. All oh. that kind of shit. Also, isn't that? I feel like that's more like lower back, probably not like high neck. Yet. Hold on, are we talking about masseuses in general or the baby to be born? No, well, I'm just t- saying in general. Oh, I'm just saying is this? We're talking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, do I, if I'm doing there for like an hour, do I have to be prepared to Definitely. have like a do small talk for an hour? I think the the I think it's supposed to be like more of a. I feel like it's just turn everything to like off, not make eye contact, kind of don't say anything. Yeah, let them get to work. I I'd go in there and be like, "Yo, could you just like put me under for this?" And then yeah. just have just, <laughs> just, just knock me out. Yeah, I'd like the anesthesia option, and just I just go in there, just black out, wake up with my back feeling all nice. I'd take that. Dude, I feel like some masseuses probably do do the small talk, and it's probably awkward as hell. It would be hilarious. You probably just have to find the right one. It'd be hilarious. Some guy who like just thinks that that's like the deal that you you just it's not it's like he like gets on the thing like all right about to start now it's like wait I'm awake for this yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh no stop no, no 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 I don't want to do it I don't want to do it well, it's like going to the dentist and then like you get in there they're like so like how'd your day go and then they put the fucking shit in your mouth they're like well. I, we can't talk. This isn't like a talking kind of thing. You like work on my teeth. Yeah, it's like ah. I, yeah, like it never comes out how I'm trying to say it. Like what? But anyway, enough yeah, of it. Yeah, Trevor, we Trevor's wish you luck on your quest I feel bad for, for your brother, but damn. Yeah. All right, I'll but, I'll report back if I end up. He comes back. If I end up going. Through. Yeah. yeah, Trevor comes back and his head's facing backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it> just... <laughs> that shit, that shit rocked. <laughs> never but, felt better in my life. <laughs> So anyway, sports. Uh, Phillies start with the Phils. Yeah, we speaking can start of the with other twitch of my neck, yeah, finally started to look good. Then the smoke rolled in and delayed the game or canceled the game today. But they look pretty nice. They look good from the last time we spoke uh, last week. I feel like we were all a little. I specifically was very down on them, and I'm still not ready to turn that page yet. I think that they look like they're the team who we thought they were going to be when they first started the season off. Had a pretty rough start. Looked to be getting back to the swing of things. Trey Turner, Monday night, four for four, two home runs. Phenomenal fielding, too. I mean, that one catch that he had that yeah, jumped up. I mean, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was phenomenal. Do you so, hear about they were using AI to fix his swing or whatever? Do you hear them talking about it on the what? podcast? How the, they were, I don't know. I guess they were using some kind of... Uh, Chat GBT, how of, do I swing a bat? Yeah. No, it was <laughs> some kind of thing to, like, I guess to, to show the... So they said it was something with AI to be able to show these sort of like micro uh, differences in like his swing. I don't know, something weird like that, but may have turned me on AI. I've been very uh, anti AI, but if they can get uh, they can get Turner swinging the bat right, I mean, I'll take it. I guess I don't. I mean, 
Maybe his mom just called him a bitch again. Who knows? But yeah, his mom must have called him up and cussed him out for five minutes before yeah. Monday's game. Whatever happened before that game, I need more of that because he looked like the Trey Turner we were getting. And you love to see that when you got the Dodgers rolling into town, too. Like, you don't want to have Trey Turner looking like an absolute bum. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, the Dodgers depressing. come in, like, come on, now nah, I'd be ass. But, you know, they look good. I think um, the bats were swinging hot. You know, like we said, Charlie Manuel always said, Junior's, you know, hitting season. So Everybody hits. They're Woo-hoo! hitting. They are hitting, which is great to see. Um, pitching looked decent enough. You know, yeah. all Taiwan these... Walker finally had a solid game last night. Seven innings? So seven shutout innings. Yeah, yeah Nola had a no-hitter into what, the seventh on Monday? Yeah, he like, tied his career high strikeouts yeah. until Nick Maton had a three-run bomb yeah, figure. I mean, good for him. You know, I mean, I, I get that. But even, you know, Walker last night, bases loaded, only one out. And they gave, you know, they, they did a mound visit and they trusted him and he got out of that. So, you know, it felt good. I think a little bit a little bit of that was the smoke kept a lot of those balls in the park, which was beneficial to the team. But to be fair, we had about three balls knocked down at the warning track or the wall because of the, the air being heavy because of the smoke too. Definitely. I think that was only the third time in franchise history that um, a leadoff home run won the game was the solo run of the game. Yeah. yeah. Going back to 1883. J. Roll did one, and now Schwarber's up there. Yeah, it doesn't so happen it's kinda very often. Very rare that way, but they look good. They look great. It's a shame. I wish I was excited to watch them tonight to see what they were going to do, and maybe hopefully get a sweep here. But um, good teams beat bad teams, and they woke up to beat these bad teams, which is good to see. Yeah, and I'm not really too. I mean, I don't really. It's yeah, it's exactly like they're supposed to beat up on teams like this, and just you know, uh, I mean, I don't think that. Turner is hitting that well just because they're they were playing the Nats and the Tigers or whatever. It's like clearly he's kind of figured out something with his timing and all that. So, you know, hopefully they can carry that into some of these tougher series. Yeah, I think uh, Schwarber, obviously we know that he's going to crush it in June regardless. I think they made it listen to the pod. At least Turner and Real Muto. Real Muto had a couple good games too. He had back-to-back days with homers. Yeah, he's been looking he better. He started to look a little better. They heard us talking shit last week. Their ears they're like, all right, ringing. yeah, these these South Philly roaches, man, they're coming for us. So we got to buck up. Someone had to, and it worked. But, you know. Yeah, you, the next thing you know, Derek Hall's going to come back with still a partially torn ligament in his thumb. Like, oh, yeah, Pat told me I'm a bitch for not playing. Let me let me, <laughs> yeah, uh, let me just Well, he is on, he's on a rehab assignment <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's now. On so, rehab. Yeah, so he's going to rush back because he heard he he's better fucking back. rush back, yeah. Uh, Rehabbing the thumb? Come on, now you're not a fucking he was, quarterback. He was like, just—he was just—he was like lying at home with an ice pack on his thumb, listening to the pod. He's like, "Damn, he's like, this I gotta get out there again." <laughs> Motherfucker, work from home in sweatpants, talking shit, drinking Miller Lite, yelling out my thumb. Doesn't understand, but would love to see him back. Yeah, you he know. had like a walk-off hit in Triple um, A or whatever, I think. Great man. I mean, I feel like any of us could have. Anyway, you know that's great. He did, <laughs> I don't think any of us could have a walk off. <laughs> I don't the, think he could have against the Iron Pigs. Yeah, he, Come on, dude. These guys are still throwing night, especially these days. A, a guy throwing late innings. This is in like I'd be out there like Babe Ruth in the hot dog in the dugout, drinking a beer, smoking a cig. Be like, all right, man, put me in. Let me see what I got here. <laughs> I was. I, I've, I've had this argument multiple times with people about like, could you just. Would you be able to make contact or like hit the ball past the infield against, um, you know, like a, a, just a, a regular stone average major league pitcher just throwing nothing but fastballs? We're talking minor league here. Yeah, right. Well, you're like they're still throwing ninety <laughs> some still, miles per hour. They never see me though. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. That'd yeah. be, it is like one of the more improbable things in life to be able to hit a ball with a bat like that, but good for him. Yeah. Hopefully, he's I think if it was nothing but fastballs, eventually you could connect on one. If they're throwing curves and chains and forget about it, you're oh, done yeah, for. You're screwed, man. Yeah, my eyes are fucked up to begin with. But yeah, but, I guess my question with the Phillies is do you all think this is sustainable? I think that if they don't get their heads too up their ass, I think that you have a really hard series ahead, two series, really. I mean, you got the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks coming in, who yeah. are tied, I think, for their division right now. Uh, for I first think the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks have been surprisingly good this year. And that series is on the road against the D-backs. Too. Yeah. You're in Arizona. So mm-hmm. it's a tough – I mean, you know, you lucked out. It's good that you – good team, bad team. Every team in the MLB is at least professional team, so it is tough to, to get win, wins and string them along like that. So it's nice that they can knock the rust mm-hmm. off, kind of get comfortable in June, get some wins at home. Hopefully they can at least – do some damage to the Dodgers, and then take that momentum with them um, into these next two series. So I feel good. I don't feel confident yet. You know, I want to see them be able to beat good teams, but I feel better than I did a week ago. Trevor, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think I can keep it going. Um, I mean, just the, because it's – you. I mean, for a while there, it was just you had players that we know are very good players just playing bad, and it's not – that shocking that they're back to playing how we would expect them to. It's not like um, they're all of a sudden putting up these like crazy unsustainable numbers. I mean, obviously Trey Turner is not going to hit two home runs every game or whatever, but um, I do think like on average uh, these past few games is more what they should be doing. So I feel good about it. I mean, I guess the one <laughs> the one concern I have is that you know. Even this period where they were playing really bad, the bullpen was very good, and the rest of the team sucked. And I'm worried that like the bats are going to come alive, the starting pitcher is going to be good, and then the bullpen's going to start blowing games now. Yep, that's yeah. how it goes. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully they can get at least maybe a, a a few weeks here where everything's clicking at once and they can rack up some wins. Yeah, I think um, for me, I feel as though it, it's exciting to see this. I think the offense is here to stay. I think weather's starting to heat up. As we know, the ball tends to carry when it's not extremely smoky outside. The ball's going to carry a little more on a warm summer night. And uh, the dingers will continue to be dingers. Um, I think the other thing we talked about kind of at length the last couple pods is that the the pitching just isn't what it used to be. Certainly the pitch clock, the shift. Things like that. The new rules have kind of eliminated some of the pitching benefits. So I think yeah, that's all. Noel the other night, he had he got two punch outs on uh, clock violations of the batters. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're seeing that throughout baseball, where like guys are striking out because of clock violations, which sucks. I mean, it sucks, but I just, just I can't. I don't want to have to see that though come playoff time, and I feel like that would be brutal. You know, you got bases loaded. I think they'll or police it a They have bit to more. do something come then. Yeah, I that's kind think. of been my take the whole time. Like, I think this is like, great for the regular season, but for the playoffs, I'd like to see them just get rid of the pitch clock. Yeah, cool. You bought us 30 hours to, back in our day. I don't think they'll eliminate it, but I don't think they'll be as stringent with how they regulate it. Maybe give it 24 yeah. seconds then. I, I mean, like, you maybe, can't. Maybe you raise can't it. I don't like know. A, like, you can't be getting. You can't have Bryce Harper getting struck out like that with bases loaded, two outs, and a bomb on the ninth. Yeah, in like the you game. know playoff game, come on now. You, can you imagine like a 
The city game, would the city would burn in place seven, of the ground. Game seven in the World Series, there's a, a walk off walk because of the pitch clock violation. Oh, like Lord, I mean, man. good lord. MLB. If there's a league that knows how to screw that up, though, it's the MLB. It's baseball, yeah. But um, my point about the pitching is, I think that as the weather continues to warm up, pitching is going to become more and more vulnerable. I think the offense for the Phillies is it's it's here to stay. Primed, right? definitely. I mean, you got guys that are absolutely hitting these balls. I mean, Turner could hit a fucking cotton ball out of the stadium, and it was good to see that back in here in action today. But it's really just about consistency with this with this team. I mean, yeah, it's great to see them beat up on these bad guys, but let's see if they can get it going, keep it going against these good teams. Pitching has been very. I'm more impressed with how the pitching has been than I am with the bats right now. Yeah, right. last night they won a game one nothing. I'll throw it out there, the caveat being that they just beat the Nats and the Dodgers. Or, I'm sorry, the Nats and the Tigers, right? Like we're, We were uh, eight and a half team, behind, eight and a half games behind first place. We're not really like, if we were top of the division and we were smoking these bad teams, it'd be like, yeah, okay, no big deal. But we're not necessarily a top dog yet. So, yeah, yeah we got to do what you're supposed to do. Get these easy wins now. Granted, Whatever they are, you know, they're not the best teams. I get that. And you're not smoking these bad guys. And you're giving them some life with even no, you know, six and two-thirds inning of a no-hitter. And you give up a three-run home run. Like, you don't love to see that. But at the same time, everybody is adjusting. They had a long season last season, which they're not used to going into the World Series. A lot of shifts. A lot of changes to the league now with the pitch clock and all that stuff. So they're adjusting. And if you got to take these two series against bad teams to knock the rust off, that's okay. Let's see how they do these next two series. If they show up and they tank again, we'll realize, all right, we're not that good. But if they show up these next two weeks and produce, now we got now we're talking here. Yeah. Yeah, I think I guess my point is as far as the pitching particularly being effective in these last two series, they're playing pretty lousy offensive teams. But yeah, they play the Dodgers than the D backs. If they come out of this looking good, then we got some. I think back to last year. When they fired Girardi, they were playing the Angels. They swept the Angels, who I think were in the middle of a nine-game losing streak at the time. And I was kind of in the same position I am now. Eh, it's the Angels. It doesn't matter. We'll see. And not to compare this year to last year, I feel like I've kind of fallen into doing that a couple of different times. But if it could happen last year, hey, it could happen this year. So I'm optimistic. But uh, it's it's a cautious optimism at this point. Definitely, but you know, and again to that point where though you know you have Walker, his last start, we only went four innings. To see him go, just it's good to see signs of life and growth within the team. You know, four innings of a subpar start he had his last start, and then he goes seven innings deep, doing very well, a shutout start. I'll take that. It, at least it's a step in the right direction with these series, where like you're showing signs of life with this team. That really hasn't been there all season, collectively, from the bullpen to the bats. Right. Yeah, feel pretty good about it. I think, um, you know, I'm not confident that they're going to be able to make a play for the division, but I think we'll definitely be in that wild card hunt for the rest of the season. Don't hate that. Yeah, I mean, whatever, I'll take it. Just get in any way you can. Uh, do you want to touch on this uh, this ownership shakeup? Yeah, kind of interesting. Um, 
So Stan Middleman, <laughs> we have a middle Stan ton Middleman and, a middle, and John middle Middleton, man, a middle a middle ton and a middle man. Yeah, I was reading the article and I kept getting the two confused. Yeah, I thought it was a typo. To I be guess honest. this guy's uh, I don't know, he's some banker guy, which I guess makes sense. It's what these guys are pretty much. They all. get bored and just buy teams. Yeah, yeah, he's like the CEO of some kind of bank shit. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of yeah. money. It's, he's, it's he's some kind of money CEO. <laughs> it basically sounds like. One rich guy just doing business with another rich guy. Yeah. Um, but I guess so what it was is the um, Buck family sold some of their shares. Oh, it wasn't Middleton. Middleton. I thought no, it was Middleton. No, Middleton Middleton's okay. held on to his. So okay. He's now, um, he now has the biggest, uh, biggest piece of the pie out of everybody. Okay. Because it was like, it was a four, it was like 48, five between uh, him and the, Buck family, and then like Pat Gillick had like a one percent stake, oh, and right. the uh, 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 David Montgomery's family still had like a one point five or whatever. It was like structured that way so that no one had like a like a majority gotcha. of the shares or whatever. Okay. So John Middleton now has like the most. Um, so you know, I mean, he's pretty much been the uh, you know the top dog in the ownership and kind of the guy in charge for a while now. But now that's even more solidified and they got this other guy in um but it's fine i mean i when 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 this news first broke the everyone's reaction i saw on social media it was just like we're getting otani baby like (laughs) yeah man i mean (laughs) back up the truck i think that that, that's where my head first went middleton has no problem throwing money at people and like now that he's a sole owner of that shit he doesn't mind paying the fines paying all that shit yeah i mean they've you know, showing that they're willing to to spend, go over the luxury tax, and Give basically another... be like the Dodgers and the Yankees, and you know, not quite the Mets, I guess. They're they're like, yeah, they're in the league. They're in another now. stratosphere, yeah. but. So my head kind of went to, what does this mean? Is for their propensity to spend, just because? Yeah, obviously Middleton's still a majority owner, but at the same time, this new guy comes in and maybe he tells Middleton. Yeah, maybe we should be a little more frugal. Should we not do that? Let's not do that. Uh, I think the good news is Matt Galbraith, an article for The Athletic that kind of talks about it, and Middleton just basically said, yeah, if Stan wasn't on board with spending money like a buffoon, I wouldn't have him on. So we're still going <laughs> to still continue to spend stupid money. He didn't say it, but for all intents and purposes, just paraphrasing, that's what he said. And, um, yeah, he's on board with us spending money and going for a championship. If you don't go for a championship as a team owner, why you own a team? And uh, stands on board with that. So Middleton's like, that's my guy. So my concern was addressed in that article. I mean, that shit sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, not, not much else to say there, I guess. It's just, you know, the only thing the only thing I care about with the owners is uh, if they're willing to spend money. Right. Which is yeah. why, that's why that's that's why I love uh, baseball, that there's no salary cap. Because you can just like... Every other sport, you have to be like, well, you know, they got to figure this out with the cap, and they can't just get everybody or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Where baseball, you can just be like, fuck you, spend the money. Yeah. Right, like, we'll pay the fine. You got, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, you're rich. Stop being cheap. Sign Otani. You know? <laughs> yeah. So are they actually going to get Otani? I guess we'll see. I don't know, man. I mean, the one, I, I think if it's... Uh, I don't think though they would be um, outspent necessarily. I think it's just a matter of. I mean, the one thing people say about him is that he probably prefers to stay on the West Coast because it's that an makes e- sense. easier trip to Japan. 
So there's that. So I mean, yeah, but the Dodgers will probably dollars play. Of, I'm sure. If he gets a four hundred million dollar contract, he could. Yeah, I need to give him. That I s- think that he could live on the other coast we, and be just yeah. fine and get to Japan whenever he wants. Still, the, yeah. yeah. The, the the owners that we really need to get in here is the uh, the Saudi royal family. Right. We need to get those. We, we need, need that those good live, old oil money. Yeah, we need to get those live golf guys to yeah. put a stake on the Phillies so that we can offer Otani like a two hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> give him, can give we all bring stock in a part of the ownership like Messi? Yeah, we give you yeah, some stock know. in uh, a Philly like, pretzel company. I think, and... yeah, I think the uh, I think MLB is more of a, a a real sports league than the MLS. <laughs> MLS is like a glorified exhibition league, basically. But yeah, I don't know. We can, uh, yeah, we can hope. But I guess that just wraps about wraps about the wraps it up with the Phils. We can move on to. The Philadelphia hockey team, the Flyers, hottest team in Ooh, Philly right finally now. Finally got some, finally got some, uh, some Fly Guys news. Danny Briere makes his mark as a GM, makes a big trade. What I mean, I think everyone saw this coming. Uh, wasn't any secret that Ivan Provorov was sort of probing to be traded. Clearly, the situation there was not great. As far as um, you know, him not probably not being very happy with the team, you get sort of rumors about some of the other pl- locker room issues. Other players not really liking Once him. Once he pulled that stunt on Pride night, I think oh, that too, right. and yeah. that, that kind of soured a lot of people as well. At least as far as the the locker room, I think that's where right. a lot of guys were just yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, I know um, Scott Lawton is like really big into that. He like does even more than just like the Pride Week stuff. Like he does like charities yeah. around that like right. all year round. So. And he's and Lawton's become kind of the de facto leader of the team. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I think if I, th- I think if they were to give someone a C right now, it would be him. But so obviously that's like definitely creating some bad vibes. But so I think everyone knew he was going to go this off season. But I think people were a little surprised it happened this early. But um, a pretty great return, all things considered. I'd say so. Think, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're breaking it down here, the uh, what did we get? The the Flyers received a, the twenty second pick this year, a second round pick in next year's draft, an additional conditional second round pick, um, and then they got goalie Cal Peterson and Sean defenseman Sean Walker from the. Los Angeles Kings, and then also a defensive prospect from them, uh, Helge Grands. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And uh, might be Helge. Helge. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, it's probably. I'm sure it's not Helge. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> something a little more complicated than Helge. <laughs> but yeah, decent return. I mean, the fact that they got a first round pick for him, I think, is pretty great. You know, because you figured his. You uh, the worry with with trading him was that because of all the shit we just talked about is that mm-hmm. his trade value was sort of tanked. The, the rest of the league knows that they're kind of eager to get rid of him. You would have thought they'd have to settle for something kind of mediocre. But I think what this shows is that Danny Briere is capable of being creative. He gets the third team involved, gets, um, you know, uh, LA to retain, I think it's 30% of Provorov's salary, which made it work for the Blue Jackets. How much of a Peterson salary? The fly, I know the Flyers are eating a lot of salary. I think we're taking all. The, yeah, I mean the the Peterson was as a per, it's just pure we're salary dump. The entire salary. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, I think it's a great move. I think it's, um, you know, definitely a, a, a positive first step for Briere. We don't, nobody really knew what to expect. There's a lot of uh, justified skepticism and all this was announced. It was like, oh, it's just another former flyer in the front office again. You know, same old, same old. But at the very least, I think this shows that he's capable of, you know, being creative and finding, uh, you know, ways to get things done. I mean, it, it reminded me of, you know, last year when they completely bungled the whole, you know, pretty much not even making a real attempt at getting uh, Johnny Goudreau yes. when we all knew that he wanted to come here. And the only response we got out of the front office is like, well, you know, we... we didn't have the cap space and we just couldn't get a deal done to clear the cap or whatever. And it's like, I'm sorry, like you got yeah, to figure out a way to move mountains it out. for a guy like that, especially a hometown guy. Well, every yeah, other it's team like, that's in your the job city can to figure this shit. out. It's nice to see that a, you know, like you said, last year was a big fumble and every other franchise seems to have pretty much gotten on board with, if people are hometown guys and want to play in this city, they make it work one way yeah. or another. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of teams will just, they don't even like they'll just sign a guy like that and we'll figure out the cap shit later right. like we'll do what has it's to be done not later that hard right yeah but it's good to see that the flyers are clearly in a rebuilding stage and they took that first step to like all right cool like we're doing the thing like all right we're, we've accepted our fate let's do it we're not going to try to like hold on to things too long and get rid of anything like all right if you got value in Povarov, bang we got it got a great turnaround and let's see what else they do i mean this is definitely not the one and only move that Briere is going to do between now and the draft, but it makes it exciting. I love that stage yeah. of a team. I was thinking about like what we would have got back if it was uh, Fletcher making oh, this trade. Oh no! Be like, oh well, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even want to know. Oh. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, what I don't will, think we'd have a first round pick. What no. I will say about the Flyers, what I will say about Jones and Briere so far is, um, even prior to this move, this big trade, uh, they did make some front office moves that were pretty noteworthy. Um, they removed a couple, or I guess three, three player development guys. One of which was this dude, Kel Samuelson. He had been with the organization since 1999. God. Apparently in player development. And then he played for the Flyers in the 80s. Okay. So See, obviously, oh. you know, they <laughs> have a propensity to keep these cretins around for far too long. Yeah. And I think that Jones and Briere were ready to say, yeah, our players haven't developed. You're out of here. And kind of just kick the flyer away to the curb. It's kind of a precursor of some of the moves that we can expect. And I think the move that they made yesterday is just a sign of more things to come. Would it have been easy to keep Provorov around? Would it have been easy? But there are certainly some flyers front offices that would have done it. Um, would it have been easy to trade him for a bag of chips and not get creative? Yeah, and I think Trevor, to your point, Fletcher would have done that. But Jones and Briere have shown Jones while he's still calling. Still, yeah, yeah, still, still between yeah. the benches at yeah, the finals. He's still calling games in the finals. Is in here willing and dealing, man. And it's exciting to um, have a forward-thinking GM in charge of the Flyers. I feel like it's been a while. Um, Hextall was forward-thinking, but perhaps too forward-thinking was his downfall. Chuck Fletcher, I don't think he was thinking at all. Um, yeah. So it's good to have a GM that's creative, that thinks, and is at the same time forward-thinking without overvaluing the future. Um, so, yeah, I am concerned that, or I shouldn't even say concerned. I am still a little unsure of what they do in the draft. Pat, you alluded to um, 
them kind of making some moves, more moves with the draft in mind. I suppose we'll see. Yeah, so they have two first pi- two first round picks now, the seventh and the twenty second. Not a bad spot to be at. I mean, and more moves to come, depending if they move Hart, depending if they move Hayes. I mean, things would pop out about that. Teams are looking to accumulate players that way, and you know, if you get, they could end up going in the draft with three first round picks, which isn't bad when you're in the rebuilding stage. You know, you get one guy that hits on that. It's not yeah. a bad turnaround. It's yeah. a strong guys draft develop. this year, yeah, too. Yeah, you know, so it's just good to see them actually do something. I feel like we've been waiting so long for the Flyers to just, it's like poking a fucking rock. You're like, to do anything, and they haven't been doing anything. And now it's yeah. like, all right, well, hey, at least, you know, I mean, if I got something in the motion here. Some kind of direction, some kind yeah. of, if you, you finally feel like they actually have some sort of plan, um, not just, you know, doing the, the aggressive retool and just treading water, bringing in these, being a bubble team for 10 years. Bringing in these flyer guys. Like, you know, you can get kind of blinded by loyalty that way where... Exactly. You know, yeah, you played in the 80s. That's great, man. But, like, you doesn't necessarily make you a great player. And it's let a far alone, different game. Right, yeah. let alone a great, you know, coach. And, yeah, you know, we all love the Brawl Street Bullies and things like that. But yeah, it's you like can't Bobby. do that shit anymore. Like, it's all about speed. I mean, we see that in the NBA and really every yeah, major sport. Yeah, you see it in hockey, too. Hockey scoring yeah. was, has been up like crazy this year, except right. for the Flyers. Our passing has always been off. I mean, anytime there's any kind of break or anything like that, they never seem to click. It's always like we surprise ourselves that we have the puck. It's like, all right, well, this isn't great to see. So it's good to see. A step in the right direction, some kind of life in this organization, and hopefully they can at least land, you know, come draft night with, I'm thinking maybe three picks in the first round. So you think Hart's going? I think he's out of here. I would like to see him with the right package, obviously. I mean, but I think that there's enough teams interested. I think Hart is a very, if I'm another team and I know the Flyers are shopping out Hart, I'm intrigued. Especially if I'm like, you know, 10th or below in the first round. I'm throwing some packages together. I mean, he's a young guy. If you have a good developmental coach, Hart could still be, you know, one of the top tier. I don't think he had a great season last year, to be honest with you, but I think that Hart could still be a premier guy that's here for a long time. And the Flyers have a history of letting go of goalies and letting them be studs. So Clearly, you know, we're seeing that in the yeah. Well, I'm up just, until the finals, yeah, we were seeing that with kind of turned back Bob. into a pumpkin. Yeah, but yeah I don't... Um, I think they would really have to be blown away by an offer to. But to that's move intriguing, him. though. I'm cool with that. It's like you know they're going to listen for the, sure. The Sixers mm-hmm. aren't quite they, there yet with Embiid, but like you best believe when that time comes, you're going to take, you're going to hear those offers out, and people are going to be interested in chopping shit to you. So we're in a good spot where we don't need to get rid of Hart, but we're in a position where if we're going to do this thing, we have a chance to do it the right way, especially with Briere going over here, play, you know, doing what he's doing over here. Yeah, I think, for me, I feel like Hart is most likely going to be back, but I shouldn't doubt Mr. Predictions with Pat over here. If uh, he says <laughs> it could happen, it could happen. But I feel like they'll need to be wowed to um, really see someone, or to, to really for us to really see Hart go anywhere. Yeah. Just because I think I mean, he is young. Yeah. He's a solid yeah. goalie. I mean, he's a guy that still could be very good exactly. by the time they're good again. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're giving away for chicken shit, but... I think, you know, we're in a position with this franchise where for the right offer, he could be out. And I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm okay if he stays. I'm okay if he goes. I think that, you know, what's the sense of having a top five goalie in the league if we can't even play good hockey? Right. So, you know. And they do seem to like uh, Sam Urson. 
He, um, the games I watched, which weren't that many last year, he was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the guy we picked up, though, in that trade with Pavra, hasn't he's not a bad goalie. Peterson? Cal Peterson. Oh, he's pretty bad. He's not that, but in the game... <laughs> he had, his, like, one good year. Yeah, How old is he? I don't know. Actually. Mid-20s, win I think. Percentage he had, like, like, one, like, really nice season, and they signed him to a bad contract right. after that. But I mean, that, last I think year people they only they lost games by like general, one goal though, though last well, yeah. you know. Well, I think I think people kind of overreacted to the fact that he was in that deal yesterday cuz it was like, oh, well, they got this new their goalie, they already have all these backups. This must mean that Hart's going to be on the block, but I don't really it, it was just like a pure salary dump. Like that guy could have been any position. It was right. just they were just taking on a salary yeah. to get picks. Yeah, I don't have high so, expectations. I mean, of them. They'll send whoever they need to send to the Phantoms and do whatever they need to do. I don't think it matters how many goalies they potentially have on their roster as of today but you know if they if there's a a great deal to be had they get another couple of draft picks good ones then i could see it but i mean the thing is like i, I don't none of these teams that are drafting at the top of the draft i think have any reason to tr- give up picks for a goaltender like that because they're in the same position we are like right you know, why do they want yeah. you know? so i guess Moving on with the Flyers, um, who else do you think is likely to go? I know we all talked about it off air, but Hayes, Hayes seems like the obvious pick there. Yeah, Hayes making a lot of money and still very good. I mean, he he seems to get a lot of uh, grief from the fan base, but he's been very good. I mean, he had some injury problems. I've always I've, years, but I like him as a I person. Like he's good. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, he can do a lot. He's like decent on the penalty kill. Good, you know, decent scorer. He's a he's decent still, player a on a player. shit team. It just sucks to watch. Like you see that he wants to play and win, but you know, I, the team's just not good. So let him. I don't know. His I, timeline also doesn't fit with what this timeline's going to look no, like. No, he's is what thirty one, thirty two. Yeah, he's getting up there a little bit. So he's definitely he's definitely one to go. I, I think there's a. I'd be a little surprised if he was on the team next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they get much of any value for him. But at the same time, you can unload that salary. Cause he's still making decent money, right? Oh yeah, they signed yeah. him to like a it was like pretty, an eight. What was the eight year deal or some crazy shit? Yeah, it was a up? pretty. Yeah, let me see. Uh, fucking... I remember when they signed him to it. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's cool because you expected the Flyers to be good for the life of that, the, right. for the majority of the life of that contract. And obviously, the best laid plans go to waste pretty frequently. And uh, yeah, he's got about a seven million dollar cap hit. He's signed through for how many more years? He's signed through twenty twenty five, twenty six. Okay, so not too much longer, but yeah, an almost eight or seven and a half million, eight eight million dollar cap hit. You could use that space for something else, even if you just bank it until you're ready to contend. So yeah, I think Hayes is gone. Yeah, I think the the real question are is sort of guys that are on like kind of the mid, who are. Young, but not super young, like a Travis Konechny. He's on my list. He's like a guy who you could potentially get a lot for, but he's also a guy who could potentially still be a really good player by the time we're ready to compete again. So I think he's a, it's a tough call there. Like, not to get too hashtag culture, but uh, I think he's a culture setter. Him and Lawton. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they get rid of Konechny. Not saying that it won't happen. Much like Carter Hart, I think they'll listen about connect me the same way but he's one of your better offensive probably your best offensive player yeah, right now right now um, sure and at the same I mean, time granted, unless like 
Konechny comes, or not Konechny, yeah, Couturier comes back. That's a whole and other. Is, is good, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a different story for a different day. But uh, now I would be very shocked if Konechny goes. You could get a lot of value if you could get a lot of value for him. Great, but I think from his his culture setting, the offensive contributions, he's kind of a leader. And to your point, yeah, he could still he could be good, or the Flyers could. Ugh, he could still be good in the Flyers when the Flyers are good again. Right. You don't want to give up on that. Yeah. Yeah, him and Lawton. And they both seem to be happy here. I mean, it'd be one thing if they're just like, okay, I'm kind of sick of being on this middling team. Like I want to go to off, a, yeah. Yeah, I want to go to a contender. But everything that you hear from him and Lawton, it seems like they're both happy to be here. So, yeah, I don't know. And I don't think that they're – players that are going to, um, you know, sort of inflate their record and uh, prevent them from getting good draft picks for the next couple of years. So there's no real harm in keeping them. It's just right. if you get blown away by an offer, I don't know if you could ignore it. Yeah. Does that just about wrap it up with the... Uh, well, hold on. Do we want to talk another? about uh, this, uh, whether it is, I guess it's the Winter Classic? Oh, uh, well, some outdoor game. I don't know. Yeah, if it's I the, don't know if it's the Winter it's Classic. The, there's like four different. It's, the, it's like they have like the Stadium Series. Stadium Series. There's what like it is. the Heritage Series, but I think it's just like the oh, Canadian. Oh right, teams. yeah. We went to the Stadium Series. The Stadium Series. Yeah, that was that the was one. fun. Yeah, there, it's, yeah. it's the Stadium. Even series though we left the game early, February, <laughs> yeah. and they went in overtime. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, fuck, man. But um, we were at. I was at the last Stadium Series in the, link. the link. Yeah, we, we were, were there, there too. Oh my god! That yeah, we didn't know nuts. you back then yet. Yeah, yeah we, we were, were there, there too. We were that there. Was it was raining. Bh. And that then, shit was nuts. We moved. We ended up moving down because it rained. Everybody cleared out. Uh, yeah. See, so we, oh, were, the, we, we were the down. dumbasses. Yeah, Jacob. We were, Jacob was complaining. Well, we were there with a couple casuals, and they wanted to. Who else was there? It was you, me, Jacob, and who? Adrian. Oh well, Adrian's not a casual. Well, yeah. Adrian likes the Flyers. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, yeah. Jacob's really... a casual. His <laughs> ass, man. And I was like, yeah. I mean, normally I would be like, no, I say, it, but I was like, yeah, whatever. It's like raining. We were losing. It's it like three sucks. nothing, three one. It was brutal. Yeah, and then like as we're walking down the ramp, like right as we like leave the stadium where we can't get back in, we hear all this commotion, and it was like, oh shit, they just tied the game. That shit was. And then awesome. we went to oh my god. And we just watched the overtime and Xfinity Live. That was fun. The, the only time I've ever been inside Xfinity Live, and it was fun. That they was those, fuck, man. They had yeah. those big ass uh, like champagne style bottles of high life. Yep. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that shit was nuts. I'm not gonna lie. We yeah. almost left. And so we yeah, just started walking on down. Devils. I'm like, damn, I'm right there. But yeah, I'm down for that game. I think it'd be fun. I like watching hockey outside. I don't know. It just feels. Good. Feels right. Yeah, yeah, it feels like something in the. I air. remember when happen. they had the um, when they did the the, the Lake Tahoe. Oh, well, I was talking about the years ago when they at did the CBP, the, the CBP yeah. against the Rangers. I wasn't at the the actual game, but the day before they had the alumni game. I went to that. That was fucking awesome. Fuck yeah! It was like because, uh, um, you know, Lindros was playing. And people were like, oh, is he going to get booed or whatever and stuff? He came out, the place went fucking crazy. It was, like, <laughs> awesome. It was, like, it was like finally, like, the the hatchet was buried kind of thing. It was, mm-hmm. like, we're ready to like this guy again. So that was very cool. Got to see uh, got to see him connect with LeClaire on, like, a two-on-one oh, goal. Oh, man. Nice. It was pretty cool. Six-year-old me would have been excited as hell. <laughs> yeah, <man>. yeah. <laughs> 
But, but yo, it is funny, right? That the Flyers get this this outdoor game. Like, don't they usually reserve that for good teams? You know, they always give the Flyers outdoor games, though. It's crazy. But, I mean, they but just in twenty twenty one, it was defensible. That team was supposed to be good. The Lake Tahoe year. Yeah, I guess there's this is this team's gonna be bad. You know the NHL bad. knows. Maybe it. they figure February outdoors, like if it's gonna be shitty weather, if a team's gonna have somebody get hurt outside doing some stupid shit, if it rains or snows, like <laughs> what's the worst? The yeah, what's the worst thing <laughs> can happen with the Flyers? You know. <laughs> but MetLife, I mean, I be, I'm down to go. We got the tailgate van. We could go bring that thing up there. Is your family going and tailgating? No, but you know, what I mean, we got access to buses. We could figure this thing out. We could make, we could do it right. Okay. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, we could do a live pod from the lot, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That'd be fun. Getting booed the whole time. I'm into that <laughs> shit. I, I do think it's funny that they get an outdoor game, just rewarding a team that's supposed to be bad with, you know, something that yeah, a, team a that lucky few could NHL could teams get to one take of the advantage of. Three teams, <laughs> yeah. but hey. I mean, it's a quick trip. Yeah, yeah, it's a quick trip. I'm, I'm down, depending. But um, the NHL, they, they might have really dropped the ball with that one, putting the Flyers on national TV in an outdoor game when they're going to be really bad. But hey, we said the MLB doesn't know what they're doing. A lot of times, the NHL doesn't know what they're doing. Oh either. yeah, I mean, of all the leagues, the NHL is definitely the most haphazardly, poorly run of the all. <laughs> Gary Bettman's probably definitely got to be the worst commissioner out of all of them. Uh, Roger Goodell's pretty. Bad, I guess but his his league is thriving. Whereas he's the more NHL of an irrelevant. Much. He's more of an irrelevant guy though. Like the NFL is very sustainable by itself. We don't need fucking Roger Goodell to do anything. That's true. Adam Silver, love yeah. that guy. You know, can whereas like wrong. the NHL is like needs work. You NHL know? Needs, needs someone like to do something here. Like, and, yeah. come on now, get that organization back on track, get more viewership, things like that. NFL, we could run that shit. We, like, yeah, all he does true. is just find people for nothing and, it's and like, pronounce people's names wrong. Yeah, on draft night. <laughs> <laughs> somehow knows all these hands. Like, I'm like, how are you down everybody up? But like, no one like they're gonna like their ha- their happiest moment in their life. Their first person they got a hug is fucking you. Come on, man. <laughs> Roger. They're, they're like giving Roger Goodell a hug, and it's like, this guy's going to be denying you health insurance when you're retired and have CTE. Isn't this right. such a nice moment for you? You better not overly celebrate <laughs> yeah. your first touchdown in the NFL because he will find your ass. It's like, All right, yeah. cool. This is great. Yeah, even though he gave you a bear the hug when you first got drafted. Yeah. yeah, sick he, freak. He's a bad man. I mean... When they had that COVID draft and they showed his basement too, fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> what was his basement like? I don't Just remember. weird, man. I, I vaguely remember this. <laughs> well, the the COVID, the best part of the COVID draft was when Doug Peterson had that uh, oh, that thing say? that would say like um, something like, about it was it said something like anyone can be a father, but uh, it. Like oh, it's so a man to be a dad, be a dad or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> so, classics Doug classic Doug P. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, that shit works though. People love Dougie P. Yeah, that's when we drafted Hertz. Yeah. Yeah, you seen hipster, hipster ass Cliff Kingsbury in his. Uh, oh yeah, remember his, that? His like, his like fucking American Psycho uh, yeah. apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Ass, White walls, man. big ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why he got replaced by Johnny Gans of all people. Who's also a psychopath. He's the same too. type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like they love uh, just with less they hair. Love weird. <laughs> they dropped, jumped out of the pan and into the fire with that one. Yeah, they just love like very alien like. 
white guys <laughs> in that Fuck franchise. Man. I cannot wait to play it anyway. But that, that was a whole. Yeah, that we, was last week. <laughs> yeah, you have to get on your burner and talk some more shit to uh, yeah. Johnny Gaines. But I guess anything else with the Flyers? We got. We'll have the NHL draft next month. Yeah, I think it just about covers it. We yeah. can have something come by the end of the Friday. You know, by the end of the week, shit could be popping off again. Who knows? Yeah, it could be more if, if, stuff. More if, to come. If Carter Hart gets traded by the next pod, I will do three shots while we're. Recording. You heard it here. All right, I will. I will double down and bet that if he doesn't get traded by the next pod, I'll do three shots. Okay. <laughs> so there's gonna be three shots done no matter what. <laughs> All right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not yeah, making any wagers. You don't need to wages. get involved in yeah, this one. I'm not, yeah, I gotta edit the episode afterwards. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing three shots of anything. Thanks, guys, for stopping by. <laughs> yeah. So the Sixers, not a whole lot going on here, but um, I guess there was this report that uh, Harden is quote torn about whether to return or not, which is I guess a little bit of a shift from. I mean, up until this point, everything we've been hearing is pretty much. Uh, leaning towards that he's definitely going to be gone, and now it's like eh, maybe I don't know. I mean, I think that it was the first time I've actually heard something that he said, though, as opposed to like, oh, he definitely is not going to come back, or he definitely wants to play for a contender, or go back to Houston, things that we've all known. I think that this is just him saying what we already know, like he's torn. Of course he is. Does he go back to his hometown team? Not hometown team, but like, you know, the team that he's played for for forever, or go to a contender, which in, you know, not so many words, is the Sixers. They're a contender. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not the best contender that's available, but they are a contending team. They're a perennial playoff team, you know, top three, four seed every year. So I don't take it with too much of a, oh, my God, he definitely wants to maybe stay. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing I've kind of been hearing going around is that there's this idea that Harden's been thinking that Houston would be able to land, like, another star player with one of their first-round picks and that that's maybe not – materializing and it doesn't seem like they're actually going to be able to compete at any kind of high level and maybe now he's rethinking things i don't don't know if there's anything to that but i don't think they would do that they they've tanked for the last three years to get these young players that they can build around for the next decade if that's what he's been hoping for then he's spending too much time at the strip club and not enough time thinking for himself (laughs) man but uh yeah i think him being torn If he truly is torn between do I want to play for a a perennial contender or do I want to play for a team that probably might win 30 games, if that's what he's torn between, that shouldn't be that hard of a decision. If he's going to have a hard time deciding if he wants to play for a contender versus the Houston Rockets, then he's already a loser in my book. You can let him go. I think... Nick Nurse even said as much during his introductory press conference. Someone asks him, what's your selling point to James Harden to coming back? He goes, our selling point is if James wants to win, he'll come back. I think he should want to win, and we're going to build a winner. So if he's torn, he don't want to win. I hate to to boil it down to, to something that simple, but that's just that's the way I perceive it. I mean, I think you nailed it on the head. He's torn between securing the bag or getting a ring and i think that he's already gotten the bag multiple times yeah but he's got one last chance to get one more houston clearly would pay him i i do not i can't see a team that's a contending team for the chip to be giving him a max contract at that age at his Hell no you know so i think that he's only torn between 
chasing the chip and getting the bag. And like I get it. I, I mean, I don't get it. Obviously, I've never experienced that in my life. But I'm just saying <laughs> that like okay, yeah, life. but in his shoes like okay, sure you're going to get a, bag a, week. a max contract. <laughs> yeah, every now and then you get a good hookup. But you get a a nice big fat contract later in life. Okay, that makes sense. But like then you're giving up your career, you're done. You're accepting your fate. You're hanging up your cleats. You're going to go play a couple games, you know, and that's it. But I think that I don't I don't love hearing that from someone that wants to then play with a championship level team because you're going to be thinking about either both ways. When you go to Houston, you check out about playing basketball in general. And when you stay with the contending team, you're just thinking about the money you could have had because you're like, damn, if I, you know, break my leg or whatever. I mean, he was even saying that shit like this has been all about sacrifice at the end of the net series. All I did was sacrifice. All I did was sacrifice. So you know those times during the Boston series when he's just mailed it in, he's thinking like, this is what I sacrificed for. I should have been just gone and gotten my money. So that's going to be on his mind. But that's what separates the fucking boys from the men, though, is that like, yeah, you have to sacrifice things to be able to get to that level of the game. And like, you know, I get that. If you care about winning. That's what I'm saying. So you can't say you're torn. And then if he does stay with a contending team, you got to at least give it your all and go out, you know... I just I don't know if he likes playing basketball anymore. To be honest, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, ben, I think Ben Simmons doesn't like playing yeah. basketball. He can't I play think, basketball. I think James that's, Harden uh, kind of likes playing basketball. I, it he doesn't. I'm not saying he doesn't have a passion for the game. I think Ben Simmons doesn't even think about basketball, let alone doesn't want to play. I think Harden, though, at this stage in his life, can't play basketball the way that he. And his body is used to playing it. That's fair. Yeah. And I think that if he stays with a contender, it's going to be like we, what we've seen with all these other contenders. Like, you know, KD, Chris Paul. Yeah, they wanna, they're chasing that next ring or a ring. They just can't quite do it. Go get paid then, Harden. Go retire. Make it easy for us all and get out of here. I don't want to do this shit for the whole offseason. Make up your mind. It's not that hard, honestly. Yeah, I mean, this is not, like nothing new, but... I don't really put a whole lot of stock into like any of these little reports that come out. It's all just you know negotiating tactics, smoke and mirrors, trying to build some leverage. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really think we're gonna know what happens till it happens. That's a good point there. Yeah, you did bring up the name of Chris Paul. <laughs> well, yeah. he, he's apparently about to get waived or something. Yeah, I'd rather bring his old ass. Uh, listen, I mean, Harden. Uh, I don't. <laughs> what is it any different? Yeah, is it? It's it's kind of the same player. It's the same player, but like six inches shorter with uh, in Maxi with Maxi in the backcourt. Yeah, mm. I'd rather have Harden. I'm just not saying Harden's by any means a defensive just superstar, but he gives you a little more potential to hang defensively for whatever that's worth. But it wouldn't be a bad swap though if you lose Harden and you get him. It's not terrible. I mean, it's not ideal, I guess, but at the same time, it's intriguing. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do if, uh, assuming Harden walks. But I'm torn. I don't know. Oh, now you're torn. <laughs> We're all torn. You know who else was torn? Sam Cassell. It's like he wasn't torn. He went straight to Boston. Yeah. What do y'all make of that? I mean, it's not too surprised. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess it's multiple times now where he potentially could have been 
Well, how how long has he been with the Sixers? Since it was since uh, Doc, he he came on with Doc. With Doc, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I guess it's just. Um, I mean, he's been sort of in the mix for all these head coaching jobs. I don't know if. Um, yeah, I don't know what why what what motivates someone to want to just be another assistant at some other team versus an assistant where they already are. I don't know if maybe. Well, I mean, I guess the one thing you could think about is that um, Nick Nurse definitely isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Whereas Missoula, they have another disappointing season. Hello. Exactly. He could be, he could be a guy to step up there. So, I could see that. It kind of makes sense. Bitch ass. But you know, whatever. It's what it is. <laughs> Go. No hard feelings. Go develop some guys in Boston. You fuck. I don't care. Yeah, he's an yeah official official enemy. Yeah, I think I think he went there because he knows Missoula's on the hot seat, and he figures, yeah, if I'm, I didn't get any head coaching interviews, this is about to be an opportunity, big time. So that that's what I think his thinking is behind it. The Sixers would obviously probably would have loved to have had him back, but at the same time, they're probably like, yeah, Sam, this Missoula guy sucks. Go up there, coach your ass off, and if he gets fired, that's your job, man. So yeah, just find. I it. can't be mad at them for Plus it. You got Go to Boston, find a better movie than The Town. Right. <laughs> Stay yeah, complaining. start watching The Departed. Yeah, just start watching The Departed five times a week. Yeah, three or four <laughs> times a week. Watch it every weekday, <laughs> and you'll be running circles around Missoula. <laughs> Is that just about do it for the? Yeah, yeah. We'll have more NBA. Obviously, once the finals are over and we approach yeah. draft and yeah. free agency and all that. So, I guess we can talk about these wildfires <laughs> that are going on in, in Damn. Canada. Yeah, something like 420. 400, There's a lot of some fires <laughs> going on, fire on up there up in like Quebec and maybe parts of Ontario. Yeah. It's funny. Like, it's funny that so much. I mean, I guess it, obviously because we're down here, but it's like everyone's just like. Wow, look at all look, the sky is crazy and there's all this smoke in the air and stuff. And we're like, damn, uh, you shouldn't go outside and all this stuff. Meanwhile, like Canada's the place that's actually like on fire and all this shit's gone. I was like, yeah, who cares about that? But have you seen these pictures of Manhattan? Oh, it's it orange. looks like Blade Runner, out there. dude. It looks dystopian as hell, man. But yeah. also, like all this shit, like, oh man, what about the Canadians? There's more people in the state of California than there are in the whole country of Canada. There's yeah, probably more people in New York City than there are in. I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, yeah, I feel bad, but like, clearly, all the bad shit's blowing this way. Like, the winds are blowing this way. Yeah, I don't know. We, you know, we really need to secure the the border up there. <laughs> you know, we need to stop like all this. But a giant net. All this, yeah, Canadian smoke. We need to from, build a wall. Yeah, we need to build a wall to keep all the Canadian smoke from illegally entering the country <laughs> until we can find a way to make money off it then they're like well actually hold on now i have like smoked meats now that i can sell that yeah until you can yeah. harness it and but the fucked up thing is that like some i think they have canada has like an x amount of percentage of like forest fires a year this year they've already because of this shit going down 13 times the amount of like forest that's been lit up by fires or whatever Jeez, it is. Whatever number it is. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. I, like to put it in perspective, it's massive. I mean, they don't have a lot of people, but the land itself, that's just huge. They can't get yeah. that. That's it. They've tried to make other fires to contain the fire to like make a buffer. 
And then that shit got out of control. Now they got two out Hold of control. Hold on, they tried to fight fire with fire? Well, so like, they figure... If Does they that know, work? If you know a fire is coming, you know, left to right, you figure, all right, if I make a burn line here and then put it out, by the time the so fire reaches, no, all the trees are already burned up. They can't... So the fire can't go. Oh. But then the way the winds blew, they made a fire line and then it it just hopped it, it went it differently just, and now they got two just, things the they fire, can't control it did, it did like an ollie yeah. over the fire line wow. someone was like, so was like I got an idea hold up real quick and then the winds took a shift they were like fuck I'm out of a job and now this is where we are damn I didn't know that that's what happened nuts the more well, you know I mean that's just they have like I don't know how many fires they got to blaze right now like they're just fucking cooking yeah. right now I, I read a report yesterday it was 400 either 19 or 469, I forget. Different was, fires? Yeah, see, fuck or, that. What are you going to do with that? Come yeah, on now. It's too Come many on. fires. Yeah, that's one's too many. 400. Come on now. Yeah, and then they just turn into one big giant fire, essentially. You but, got all uh, that moose running around? Mm-mm. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah, can I? <laughs> yeah, you don't want some smoked moose, moose though? Yeah, smoked moose. moose is probably moose all right. I would eat. Yo, have you ever had that. elk? Elk is good. Elk is good. I mean, I've had venison before, but... Venison's nice. I, I like a venison. I got some venison chipstick in my freezer right now. Oh, damn. Oh, for real? We can how, do that. We how can, much you got? I got about a pound and a half, two pounds. Oh, that, that's not that much. That's about two sandwiches. Yeah, you, you can keep that. I don't want to eat, eat your last two pounds of venison I steak. I can get some more. We got tuna in there, too, but we're talking about land animals. <laughs> I could do some. I could. Yeah. I got to connect. I got. I can get some venison gotta, up in here. Yeah. Word. But yo, elk's alright though. Elk's good. Yo, it's kind of tough, but I would eat elk again, yo. It's gamey, but so is venison. If if you don't yeah. do it right, it can be kind of tough that way. But well, hopefully the Canadians send us some smoked elk for all our troubles. But this smoke yeah, is on bro. some other shit. Yeah, the smoke's wild. like I don't know people. People, uh, it's definitely a little uh, weird and, and annoying. Like it's uh, you know hazy and smells all smoky, but I'm not really that worried about it i don't know i mean because it's all just it's just wood that's and trees and shit that's burning right it's not yeah, like, like i said it's man, not like there's a bunch of plastic that's on fire it's, it's true it's not like it's this a bunch true. of cigs yeah. you know what i'm saying well, like if pressure treated thing, wood it's like good wood it's like a giant campfire yeah it's nice canadian wood yeah i mean one thing if uh you know if if there was uh a bunch of those poison toads in the trees and they got <laughs> You know, there's oh. toes where you lick them and kind of go, oh, oh man. <laughs> Start tripping? If, now, that'd yeah. be sick. But if there, yeah, if, one, if all those, if there was a bunch of those toads in the trees and then they got burned up and started releasing all the, man, the if toad poison. Walk into outside, the air, take one big whiff, be like, ah, now I'm chilling. That'd be great. Oh my God. Like one <laughs> yeah. giant hot box. That'd be well, sick. I had to go into the office today, so that kind of would have sucked if I was on the way to the office and I inhaled a bunch of toad poison. Then you could have just gone home. Man, that'd have been I guess. Email and HR. I can't. I can't do this anymore. The I smoke got to me. Yeah. I yeah. could have just gone home, poison. Yeah, that shit's fucking weird. But I think that also Philadelphia, the last couple of months, has just been dealing with some weird shit. First, we had the water crisis. Now we got the smoke coming in. Makes me think of like... Uh, we had our heart taken from us, yeah, man. Yeah, heart's been taken out. It's like, it's like, you know, last airbender type of shit. You know, we're waiting for an earthquake to hit. Waiting for like all the other... There was that earthquake. Like that was shit. probably like 15 years ago now. Or whatever. We had there was one earthquake? more. Well, yeah, that, I remember that. that. We ago. had one more recently, like seven years ago. I was I at the like. shop with Alan and we're like, what the fuck yeah, there was, was that? Yeah, there was one yeah. more. Re- like midday. There was, there was one like 10 years ago. There was mm-hmm. one more recently, like seven years ago. I remember it was at work and I just looked around and everything was shaking. No one else noticed. 
then people started to know this, and then it was over. Honestly, I thought a truck was rolling up the street, but then I'm like, this doesn't feel like a truck. Then it was done. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Like, we don't get earthquakes like that, but it's just, it's on some weird shit. The earth clearly is not happy with what we're doing over here. Yeah, we just need, we need some earth and we need some fire. And hey, well, it felt the earth, wind, the fire, the water, water, the heart, heart. like Captain Planet, man. Yeah. But yeah, so it's not bad. I mean, it's definitely, we can see out now, right? Every time a car goes by, there's a little bit of haziness to it. But hopefully after tomorrow, we'll be good to go. Yeah, I've never wanted it to rain so bad. Yeah, my eyes are starting to feel, I'm not going to lie. Getting a little twitchy over here. These things don't have much life in them. I already can't see shit. <laughs> You're going to be walking around with glass eyes. Beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very smoky. Uh, there was another thing, another funny story is the, 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 the golf thing that's going on, the live and PGA merging, which I don't totally, I I can't completely wrap my head around because I don't really know golf, but it is kind of a funny situation. So like the PGA, uh, for some reason, I think, I don't know if it's like the Saudis or whatever, we're like, we're going to have a golf league. And then... All these rich businessmen in the U.S. were like, all right, well, fuck this shit. Like, we're out of the PGA because PGA probably said something that was progressive or good. They're like, all right, we'll take these guys out of here. They took them out of there. Phil Mickelson left. A couple of the, like, heavy hitters that were, like, winning things uh, at the PGA Tour went to the LIV or LIV. And after, like, a year or two, then they realized, you know what? We should probably just get you guys back over here because every championship that they play... The guys that left the PGA Tour were winning in their tour and getting the kudos to LIV. Now LIV is merging back with the PGA. But all the guys that were loyal to the PGA don't get any new money. And the guys that had left to get paid by the LIV are now getting bought out again by the PGA. So they double dipped. They won. That's like buying. It's like some insider trading bullshit. Yeah. I was just, I was just thinking about. Uh, I guess so. Have they had like golf tournaments in Saudi Arabia in this time? I don't think so. It's so fucking hot out there. I was, well, I was just thinking. Uh, you see any grass out there? I was just yeah. <laughs> That's a good it's point. All, it's, yeah. it's all sand bunkers. It's like the the mm. little patches of green are actually the traps. It's like that, Mar- it's like that <laughs> like, Mario Kart map with the fucking giant worms. You know what I mean? You're like trying to fight just, that shit. I was trying to think about what like a uh, a golf tournament in Saudi Arabia like like what the uh, the prizes would be like. First prize, it's um, you get your own like oil field, free oil for a year. Yeah, you get yeah. like your own little piece of the oil <laughs> baron thing. You see, like yeah, you can make money off that the rest of your life. Uh, second, you know, s- second place is just like uh, I don't know. They give you like a billion dollars or whatever, yeah, here, a big palace. A lot, a tiger. Tiger is probably the first one. You get like some yeah, kind of large give wild you a cat. Bunch of, like damn, a lion. that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, you're like cool. I can put this in my weird apartment in fucking you know Dubai. This is sick. Yeah, third third place they give you uh, one of one of Jamal Khashoggi's arms. Yes, <laughs> 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 they just have them all. They're still keeping them. Like the fucking the 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 trophy the the, the trophy. Is like the main center, the piece on the trophy is just the uh, the chainsaw <laughs> that they use to dismember Jamal Khashoggi. <laughs> and then and then if you and then if you if you lose, if you get like last place, you just get uh, beheaded with a scimitar or banned into the <laughs> like, desert. 
Yeah, they 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 fill yeah, up they one of those. They should you. They should at least ban you into a desert. They they fill up one of those new soccer stadiums that they have that uh, Ronaldo is going to play in. They, they make fill you. It up they make you build it. Yeah, they make yeah, you they, help build it. So they make you, you help build the stadium, the and then they behead you in the stadium. I Damn. love when they were like, "How many people died but, building these stadiums?" They were like, "We don't." Well, uh, we don't have but that at least, number at, on us. I'm like, damn, people are dying every day building that shit. But at least, like, you know, they're they, you know, they won't let any uh, any women into the stadium. So you don't. So they're not. They're not, not going to be any like hot women watching you get beheaded at. That right. you're like, they're not going to see you at your lowest moment like this. Just a bunch of guys sitting for being there. Th- for 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 only being like the thirtieth best golfer. In There's the world. no honor. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah, I don't really, I don't fully understand it. Yeah, I don't I mean, get it. Yeah, I don't really understand how golf, golf works. I'm like, cool, this is their way of trying to stay relevant. But the Saudis, they're try, they are trying to like take over sports a little bit. With yeah, the well, soccer and uh, the yeah, they've already part, been buying soccer. Like they already own like Newcastle. Money buys you so much, but it's still hot as fuck. No one's trying to run around that fucking soccer field in a desert. Yeah. For two hundred million oh. bucks a year, you might. No, I mean maybe I would. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah, You're smoking yeah. bad dope. I for sure would. I, well, listen, I'm just saying though. But but the we, thing is, they're, we probably, would, they're yes. probably not going to be able to pay people like this forever. It's kind of like the way these. It's like how all these like tech companies work, where they just like inflate. They like inject all this money into this market and like artificially. We're talking about old oil money then, here, big dog. This shit's gonna be around for forever. They ain't gonna run out. Mm-mm. I don't know, man. There's no. electric cars. Fuck huh? that. I mean, they can't get the thing is messy. I mean, well, the people are saying this is the reason why they're branching out into all this sports stuff because they can see the writing on the wall. It's like this well, they're oil bored. money's not gonna be there forever. Now they got they're all gonna, this money to sit around. They just, need to have Phil Mickelson come over and <laughs> it's not fun to just <laughs> build giant buildings the anymore. They gotta like have some kind of sport sporting going down but i don't know you invite more sports to your country you invite more people different people different attributes and things like that and it gets a little dicey over there but yeah fuck that shit golf's complicated yeah i think the main takeaway from this is that uh golf is dumb (laughs) i will say though Saudi Arabia, no trees they got no smog like this over here no trees. Yeah, there's, there's no, no wild yeah. burners. Yeah, there's, there's no wild burning over yeah. there. Only thing yeah. burns are refineries. <laughs> yeah, you can't really. Oh, you never really hear about sand catching on fire. Sandstorms though gotta yeah. be a bitch. I don't well, know. Yeah. Would you rather have this or a sandstorm coming in for three days? Mm. Oh, I'd rather have this. Yeah, I think you I would, would take this. You yeah, just walk around, and just kind of it just smells a little smoky or whatever. You're getting pelted with sand. Yeah, I'm getting in your sand eyes, in my eyes, in your that. mouth, in your hair, up your nose. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's miss me like, with that, yo. You have any little like, you know, your window? You you leave you accidentally leave your window open today. It's like oh, some of the smoke smell gets in. You leave your window open. All of a sudden, you go up. There's just a fucking yeah. pile of sand in your room. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. You come out the shower. You got sand in your ass. Got a, got sand all in your carpet mm-hmm. and your rugs and shit. I mean, right now sand you walk outside, crack open a beer. You might as well be at a tailgate. Yeah, yeah. It smells the same. Yeah, it smells like Fourth of July out there, man. I walk outside. I'm like, oh, might as well yeah, crack open like a beer. It's like a charcoal grill yeah. going out there. But uh, yeah, I guess you know what. Yeah, sandstorms can kiss my <laughs> ass, man. I ain't trying to deal with no sandstorms. Yeah. Sandstorms no good. <laughs> Snow. Oh, I guess we're probably close to time. Snowstorm or sandstorm? Oh, snowstorm all day, baby. You love a good snow day. Yeah, snow. Yes, definitely. A, you definitely can play a with it. You could eat it. You could yeah, build you, shit with it. You can eat. You could sand. just sit out. You could just throw it. your beer in the snow. Call it a day. 
Everyone's outside. I love a good snow day. You True. kidding me? I can oh, go yeah. on for 30 minutes about this. Yeah, snow. Yeah, snow's. Coming. I would m- rather deal with the aftermath of a sandstorm than a snowstorm, though. You ever shovel sand? Hmm. Yeah. At least the snow melts. <laughs> yeah, the weather's yeah, not going to take care of that sand. Okay. But that sand ain't going anywhere. You're about to yeah, like. Yeah, sand sucks. Sand's ass. Sand man. is ass. I At love least the you beach. don't slip on the sand. Like the only sand there's no, you like, there's no, you don't have to watch out for the black sand. <laughs> Unless you're in Hawaii, they got them black sandy beaches. But it doesn't. Kick but you're not like gonna slip your, on yeah. it and break your neck. Yeah, you can't die slipping on black sand. I might slip on that black ice, get myself another another yeah, neck Trevor's spasm. Gonna need I'm gonna have to go. Trevor's gonna go need back to the massage ten masseuses because he walks so damn fast. You gotta walk slow into ice. Make sure you're seeing where you're going. You know what I mean? Look it down. See where. It go- also, we're talking about snow, not ice. It's two different things. Well, one follows the yes, other usually. Mm-hmm. Once the snow melts and it freezes over, <laughs> it turns into ice. <laughs> all right, you got me on that one. I'll give yeah. you that. I don't know if there's anywhere there it says like it's all it's all snow, no ice. It's the perfect place for winter. If it was all snow and no ice, hey, that's why I always pretty. have that salt locked down in the basement. I always got a ten gallon bucket of salt. Yeah. I ain't messing with no ice out front. But you always got neighbors who don't do it. Nah, I get the whole. Leaving I get shit. from my house. I'm as soon as that first flake hits, I'm out there with the bucket of salt. I ain't messing around. You got mailman out there. You got Amazon. You got whoever else walking around. Dogs, kids. I look out. Plus, yeah, I just dogs. Love that. Then they get the shit in between their paws, man. Ew, what? You be buying the dog safe salt. Yeah, yeah, that shit melts. There's a special kind of salt for dogs. Yeah, yeah. You never ever seen like. They're the kind of salt you buy that's safe for dogs. Uh, no, no, my yeah, dog. It's not my dog. I didn't know about that. I guess I've been irresponsible and just getting yeah, the cheap shit from the before. corner store. I'm also not hosing off my sidewalk, though, when it's 90 degrees that are walking their dog around the yeah, block. Yeah, I ain't doing that. And their feet are burning. That's on the owner. They're going to put little shoes on their dogs. That's not my fault. Get a husky. Nah, fair. I'm helping out the person. The dogs, that's secondary. Primary is humans. I mean, love dogs. Shout out to dogs. Love a good dog. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying salt in between the toes. That's about my pay grade. Well, I think that'll just about do it for us here. I think we've pretty much gotten all the meat off that. We've got hitting all the important topics of the day. Uh, so a reminder, uh, you can uh, leave us a review, leave us a rating, send us an email. We still haven't gotten any emails. <laughs> send us an email. Yeah, we're going to need to do some mailbag pods. Yeah, citywidepod at gmail.com. Citywidepod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, drop us a line there. Ask us some questions. And from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>